But now let's go to Haiti. Our own takeaway producer, Anna Sale, is there all this week accompanying a medical mission, and she's going to be joining us with our with her reports. Good morning, Anna. Good morning. You are currently in a city called Milo, and there's a hospital there where you're working, and they're treating people who are injured during the earthquake, um, who are, I guess, have injuries that have not allowed them to leave yet. Or are they new patients? No, they all have injuries dating back to January 12th, the day of the earthquake. The earthquake victims are all here in, in special tents, although their numbers are, are slowly going down from what they were at their peak. Okay, this is one of the people that you've talked to there, Patrick Etienne, who's the logistics coordinator at the hospital, and he's also serving as a translator there, and he's describing what he's seen at the hospital. To know some of these people, when they come in, you know, they haven't had any pain medicine or anything, you know, they just come in screaming, and you can see the person's in pain because when you're looking at a little girl, you see the bone from their legs just sticking out, you know, and, you know, it's been a couple of days, and it looks like it's starting to rot. I don't care if you were, like, the worst person on earth. I mean, tears just, you know, it comes out. You know, you can't control it. Anna, is this the kind of thing that we're still seeing in Haiti, people coming in with traumatic injuries? At this point, what's interesting is, is everybody is sort of healing, you know, because their injuries date from the same day. Everybody's healing at a different pace, but they're all sort of making progress. Um, so you've got, for example, last week there were a lot of uh, orthopedic procedures to be done, just bones that were set uh, sort of in the moment of emergency trauma and they needed to be, go back and just sort of fix them a little bit. So this week now there's not as many surgeries to do, but there's things like, you know, uh, tending to infections and that sort of thing and a lot of physical therapy. So people are, are slowly slowly healing, um, but as you heard from Patrick, the memories of, of what it was like in those early days after the earthquake are still very vivid and real for people. So what happens with these people once they've been discharged from the hospital? Where do they go? That's the question. That's that's sort of the, the, the looming question that's hanging in the air as people get medically better. A, a charge nurse actually told me that as people get better, you actually start to feel worse because you start asking what will happen. One of the people I talked to was a young man named Joseph. He's 17 years old, and he lost his entire family in the earthquake. Here he is telling his story. The house fell on him. No, when mom the whole family was inside at the time. He just happened to be the lucky one. So he, he was the lucky one. He arrived here alone with a broken arm and a broken leg. He's slowly recovered. He's now walking without crutches. But the question of where he's going to go afterwards is, is very open. He's, his mother was from a village outside Port-au-Prince, but he's never been there, and he doesn't know those relatives. He may go there. He may go back to Port-au-Prince alone. He's a 17-year-old boy, so... It's questions like that that, that that you know have everyone sort of wondering. I also met another woman named Mary Lynn, and, and, and she's an example of, of people whose injuries are, are not going to recover fully. She is a paraplegic. She had a spinal injury. I talked to her as she was on a, a helicopter being transferred to a spinal cord clinic that's just eight miles away, but the road is so bad it, wasn't, she, it wouldn't be stable enough for her, so they put her on a helicopter. I asked her what will happen when she leaves the clinic. She says she doesn't know where they're going to send her. She says her house is in ruins. She says that she doesn't have, she doesn't see how that she would actually go back to her family because their family's house is, her family's house is really small. 
but she does have family because um, she doesn't have her own place because they're in ruins. So, Anna, are, are most of the aid efforts there just helping people recover, or are there, are there people actually looking out and trying to figure out where these people will go and what kind of support systems they'll need? The hospital's been functioning here largely as, as a hospital, um, treating people, getting them ready for medical discharge. This new phase of figuring out what happens next is, is just kind of getting underway. Um, there are actually two social workers who've come on the medical mission with me this week, and they're trying to figure out how to, to work with the aid agencies in Port-au-Prince and, and figure out plans for people, but it's still just really just getting started. Okay, but it's, it's not all doom and gloom, right? In Haiti, there's still people feeling okay? One of the one of the the real the bright spots yesterday was uh, a dance party outside the tents where all the earthquake survivors are staying. And this is something that the nurses have developed to to make sure people get up and out of the tents every day. So every afternoon, these big speakers are set up and Haitian music starts blaring, and people just slowly sort of gather around the speakers. People on crutches, people in wheelchairs with recent amputations. The whole pediatric unit showed up. These are old men, young women everybody dancing and uh, it, it, the highlight was a, a dance-off. There were three girls about 10 years old, one of whom was on crutches, one of whom was looked to have burns all down her side and they just went for it. You can hear sound of the crowd. Okay, and we'll leave you with that for today. That's Anna Sale, our own Takeaways producer, speaking to us from Milo, Haiti. Thanks so much, Anna. We'll have more coverage of Haiti on our website. Takeaway producer Anna Sale is there at a hospital in rural Haiti. And you can read her daily dispatches at the Takeaway blog. That's thetakeaway.org. There's a lot going on right now. Mounting economic inequality, threats to democracy, environmental disaster, the sour stench of chaos in the air. I'm Brooke Gladstone, host of WNYC's On the Media. Want to understand the reasons and the meanings of the narratives that led us here? And maybe how to head them off at the pass? That's On the Media's specialty. Take a listen wherever you get your podcasts.